What's up, Daw Nation? My name's Wyatt Troy. I make music as come nightfall, and I want to welcome you to episode 55 of Behind the Daw, where we interview music producers, artists, music industry experts, singers, songwriters, sound designers, and everyone else in between on an emotional, philosophical, artistic, branding, marketing, and overall music business basis. Now, as you notice with this episode, we actually don't have a guest. This is a very special episode, kind of born out of necessity, but it still is going to have a lot of value for you. Really, what's going on right now is that uh, a couple of episodes are kind of in limbo right now uh, where we can't release them yet. We're waiting to get uh, approval back from, from the people that I interviewed, uh, but it's not fair for you to have to keep waiting so long to be to, to be able to listen to an episode. So what I'm doing right now is I'm going to do a super raw, but very value-packed episode. And really what this episode is going to be focused around is the title or, or the phrase, you don't have enough time. How many times have you said that to yourself over the last year, over the last six months even, and ever since the beginning of 2019, how many of you have said that. I don't have enough time when it comes to music. I don't have enough time to learn a certain skill to progress my music forward. I don't have enough time to be able to accomplish my goals in order for me to grow the way that I want to. I got to tell you something, guys. Listen, you are not alone in this journey, okay? In fact, there is no one on earth, past, present, or future that will ever be void of this trial, okay? This, what you're going through right now, this struggle of trying to really utilize the time that you have to the best of your ability will never go away. It will never go away. So if it never goes away, what we need to do is we need to learn how to leverage it as much as possible. And again, you know, I like to say this in almost every episode, effectively turn a weakness into a strength, okay? So let's talk about that first statement. Nobody has the perfect scenario. I want you to think about your favorite producers right now, the people that are idols to you, that you look up to right now. And I want you to actually honestly answer this to yourself. Do you think that they have the personal scenario? Or sorry, not the personal. Do you, do you think that they have the perfect scenario? Do you think that they are literally living in such a dream world where they can wake up and produce for as long as possible with no uh, with no distractions whatsoever? Do you think that's it? Because the answer is no. I want you to think about literally anyone that is your idol and this is not the case, right? So I mean, like, for example, let's take someone, you know, pretty big, like Seven Lions, okay? Seven Lions still has a life, okay? He still has to, you know, he has a wife, I don't know if he has kids, but he has a wife and obviously they have to spend time with each other and, you know, grow that relationship. He has family. He has other, he has business obligations, right? He's got the whole uh, front of housewife thing that he's doing with his wife now. Like he has other obligations. And so no, even if he didn't have a wife, even if none of that was a thing, he would still have to focus on growing the brand, growing the business, which would take away from, you know, doing music. And so all of these idols, all these big people that you think of that are that are huge, they do not have the lifestyle, this dream rom- romanticized lifestyle that we all think that everyone else has, but it's not true, okay? And to be honest, the fact that every single person, you and I and literally everyone else included, the, the fact that we all have things, that other things that we need to take care of, isn't necessarily a curse. It's not necessarily a burden. It's actually quite a blessing. For example, you know what I mean? Like one of the biggest things that gets in the way of me personally getting things done is my family, is my wife and my children. But I'm okay to pay that price because if I had 16 hours a day to work and I didn't have them, I didn't know 
that when I got done working, that my daughter was going to come running up to me saying, daddy, 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 and wrap her legs around me. And my son do the exact same thing, but less intelligible because he's a lot younger. If I didn't have that every single day, it like I, I wouldn't have the quality of life that I do or the fact that after we put the kids to bed and I be, and I can spend time with my wife and we can connect and talk about our days and, 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 you know, like go on vacations with each other and do things with each other. Like if I didn't have that, my life would be miserable. It would suck. I would hate it. Right. And I'm not necessarily just saying with them, I'm just saying relationships in general. If you don't have meaningful relationships in general, your life sucks. It really does. I mean, we are human beings. We're all about connection, right? We want friends. We want lovers. We want, you know, family. We want people to connect with. And so when we don't have that, things really, really suck. But a necessary uh, payment, if you will, a necessary price that comes from living that type of lifestyle where you have those type of relationships is that they are going to require time, time away from you doing music, time away from you growing your business, time away from you perfecting your craft and your skills and all that kind of stuff. But we need to understand that when it's a relationship basis, when you have to take time away from making music or building the business or whatever, because you are growing a relationship, that shouldn't be a burden. And listen, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir with myself here right now because, dude, like that is something that I struggle with. There are times when like these corrupted thoughts creep into my mind. They're like, you know, if you didn't have these relationships, you could get these things done. But the instant rebuttal to that is like, I would never in a, in a, in a million lifetimes trade my relationship with my wife or my relationship with my kids to be able to keep doing what I'm doing. I would never trade that ever because th- th- my family is going to be with me forever. Music, like eventually I'm going to die one day and that's that's all going to have to be left behind. And so I was, Dot Nation, that's why I want you to think about this. Like think about if you are struggling right now with the relationships in your life and you're like, if I didn't have to spend as much time on these relationships, then I could focus more on music. I promise once you give up those relationships, th- your, your music and your craft and everything is actually going to be less satisfying because there's going to be this void in your life that is going to come with relationships. Okay, so I want you to know that we all have those type of things. And there's there's other areas that these things come into as well. You know, like for example, a lot of you listening have jobs. You have other jobs that you're doing and the, what really comes through your mind when you're, you know, like when you hear about other people that are doing music full time, you're like, man, I hate my job. I wish I could be doing music full time. And that one's a lot more understandable. Trust me, that one's a lot more understandable. But it shouldn't get to the point where it's absolutely consuming you and like degrading your quality of life. In fact, if you have that type of job, right? If you have that type of job that is absolutely degrading your 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 life, you hate it, it really really sucks, then dude, go get another job, okay? I understand that uh I understand that you can't just stop your job right now and just jump full feet into music right now. I wouldn't recommend that. You know, growing a music business, it takes time, it takes skill, it takes discipline, it takes connections, it takes networking. And so to just jump off and be like, okay, I'm cutting off all forms of income and I'm just going to jump into here even though I'm not making enough money off music right now. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, is that if you need a job 
to support yourself so that you can build your music career, you might as well get a job that is going to give you a skill to help you build your music career. For example, if I wasn't living off, you know, everything within the DAW and behind the DAW right now, literally what I would do is I would go get a job at a social media marketing company in order to learn those skills so that I could learn those skills and eventually leverage those skills to bring it back and grow in the DAW and behind the DAW even quicker so that I can, so that I can eventually monetize it. So like, for example, if you, you know, if you know, you're, you don't necessarily want to go get a social media job, but you're like, man, I really want to learn how to do mixing and mastering, then dude, try and go apply and work at like a local studio, man, you may not be very, you know, you may not get paid very well. So maybe that's just a part-time thing, but, but still it's the concept is still there, right? Maybe you really want to learn XYZ that, you know, like the skill that you know is going to help you in your music career. Maybe it's music related. Maybe it's not right. Maybe it's more on the business side. Go get a job that is going to teach you how to do that. Because I'm telling you right now, if you want to get into the music industry and you're thinking that just working at the local diner is going to give you skills in order to really grow your music career, it's not true, dude. What skills are you going to learn there? Patience? I mean, yeah, I, I guess you could learn patience from from dealing with crappy customers, but you're going to get that in any job. So no, <laughs> working at a diner is not the most sufficient thing. So I would go and get a job right now. If you need one, I would go and get one that is going to give you a skill that is going to take you, um, that's going to take you to the next level. But again, back to our original conversation, the original topic is that yes, you, you know, you have that need. You have to be able to, you know, provide for yourself. You need the money coming in. You have to have a job in order to do music in the first place. And so don't have a job that is going to cause resentment towards, you know, your life. Go get a job that's going to get you a skill because every time you go to that job and you start learning that skill, you're going to be like, you're going to be even more like, yes, it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm learning the skill. I'm going to be able to leverage this in my music and I'm getting paid for it at the same time. So you can switch your mindset like that, right? You can use your time better like that. Okay. We all have these type of things, these things that get in the way. You know, some of us have homework. You know, some of us are going to school right now. And, you know, you know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I think that the, the modern day schooling system, there we go, the modern day education system, I think is absolute garbage. But maybe for what you're going into, you foresee that it's going to give you a skill in your music career, then you know, like I understand that at that point it's more or less a necessity. And so you have to do that. What what I'm trying to say is this, is that most of the time when we have, or most of the time when we say this statement, I don't have enough time, it's not necessarily true. You actually probably do have enough time. You're just not leveraging the time in the most efficient way. So again, like back to the job, you're like, oh, I have this job, so I can't work on the music. Well, go get a job that is going to teach you a skill to use in music. That way you're, you're, it's, it's, you know, you're providing for yourself and you're learning that skill at the same time. Or, oh, I have these relationships and I, you know, like if I didn't have these relationships then I could work on music. Actually, those relationships are going to help you write music better because they're going to provide meaningful, fulfilling relationships. Now, really quick note, and I just barely thought about this, you know, if you have a relationship that is not good, it's, it's abusive, it's, you know, it's, it's keeping you from being happy, then yes, in that kind of situation, freaking cut off that relationship because you will feel more fulfilled at that point. But still, it's, it's the concept what I'm trying to get at is this, is that actually you probably do have enough time 
It's just you need to leverage it better. Now, I say probably because there are some people that I'm sure that are listening to this podcast right now that literally are working like 12 to 15 hours per day. And then maybe they have school or a family and stuff like that. Like in that situation, I understand that you do not have a lot of time, right? On average, a human being is awake for 16 hours a day. And if you're working for 12 and then you have a family and then you also have to eat and shower and all that other kind of stuff, I understand that situation. But I honestly genuinely genuinely, I want to know who in this podcast right now actually works 12 hours a day. I mean, who, who is, who is like that? You know, and if you are DM me on Instagram, because I actually want to know, because still in those situations, I still feel like there's ways that you can leverage that time even better. Right. Because like when you're at work, you know, if you're well, if you're working 12 hours and you're at work and you, and you know, you're just like, I don't have enough time to learn the things I need to. Well, dude, listen to podcasts when you're at work. So you can start learning skills that you can take back to your music, right? There's podcasts on everything. And there's a plethora of podcasts about music production, right? You listen to in the DAW when you're at work. So there's things like this, you know, like there's little, what I like to call like little holes in your, in, in your, in your daily time spent spectrum, I guess you would say there's, there's holes in where you're spending your time holes that you could fill that is actually going to make your time much, much, much better spent. Okay. And now on top of all of this, we have to remember that even if we had this, this, unrealistic, romanticized world, even if we had this world where we had 16 hours a day, like from the minute that you woke up to the minute that you went to sleep, that you could just produce music and do everything that you wanted to in that fashion, even in this unrealistic world that you would have, you got to remember that having all the time in the world to do stuff does not mean that you'll have all the time in the world to be effective and to be creative about it, right? The reason why is this limitations lead to innovation and innovation leads to leads to creation okay so limitations leads to innovation and innovation leads to creation okay so i mean you you all know you know what it's like when you don't have a lot of time to get something done so that you know that is your limitation and so you you innovate it you're like okay I don't have a lot of time, so let me try this really smart tactic to get everything done, and bam, you get it done. Or I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to be hyper-focused, and you're able to like tap into this like second being that lives inside of you that is super hyper-focused and can get stuff done. That's what I'm talking about right there. Limitations actually leads to innovation. If you had all the time in the world, I'm not convinced that you would get things done that you needed to, okay? And... I'm sure this is resonating with you right now, and, and if not, let me give you an example. Before I was married, before I had children, I was wasting a hilarious amount of time. You know, I had a good chunk of time to get stuff done a day. I was only working like four to four hours a day. You know, I go to school for a couple hours a day. I'd stay up till 3am, wake up at 11. You know, this was, this was like the daily schedule that I had for a long time. Like I genuinely had like 10, like eight to 10 hours every day just to do whatever I wanted to before I got married. And I did not get a lot done. I wasted so much time. Like I was so tempted to waste so much time and I had no idea how to fully leverage the time that I had. And now that I'm you know, married and I have kids, I realize that when I have time to do stuff, like I am hyper-focused. I am like entering my avatar super saiyan state and getting things done in the most effective and efficient ways possible. It's because of that limitation. That limitation allowed me to innovate and eventually create a way for me to get things done as fast and, and as efficient as possible. So now this is um, this is a, you know all these things are, are are all well and good. And actually, let me 
Um, let me talk about one other thing. I remember listening to an, an episode of the EDM podcast back when Sam Matlow was consistently putting out, you know, episodes on the EDM podcast. I can't remember who he was talking to. Maybe it was Conroe. I'm not sure, but he was talking to someone and they basically said this, the, 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 the person that he was interviewing, not Sam, the person that he was interviewing said this, you know, I don't understand why everyone thinks that they need 12 hours a day to produce music. I don't understand why they think they need 10 or eight. You do not need that long. In fact, there's a lot of studies done that you can only really push out four really effective hours of straight producing per day. And then after that, you're, you're done. You're kind of like, it's, you're not operating at your effective level at that point. It'd make much more sense to go do something else that is still within, you know, your, your business that you need to do, but doesn't require the creative juice. At that point, you start doing the work that's kind of more the monotonous juice, you know, like, like answering emails and stuff like that. And so he goes on to talk about that kind of stuff. And, you know, like that absolutely blew me away. And I think that is absolutely correct. You got to remember that when it is, when we're talking about music, right? When we, when we hear people like Gary Vanderchuk and people like that, it's like, oh, you need to work like hundred hour weeks and, and you, you can keep going for 10, 15 hours a day of just straight work. You got to remember there's two different types of work, right? There's creative work. And then there's like what I like to call no brainer work, right? And with creative work, like that takes a lot of you. That is a lot of energy. And you, I know that when you're listening to this right now, you know what it's like to be creatively depleted, right? It hurts. It sucks. It is frustrating when you're in the DAW and you are creating something magical and you've ran through all of your creative juices and you hit a freaking wall and you have no idea what to do. Everything feels frustrated. Everything feels forced. Everything at that point is just like, it's it's one of the worst feelings ever. It's like one of those feelings that you're just like, should I keep doing music? Because this really doesn't feel good right? It's that feeling when you become creatively depleted. At that point, you have to refill your creative juices, man. And there's a lot of other ways to do that. But really, I mean, like if you could do that within four hours, sorry, if you could, if, if you personally can produce for more than four hours and not become creatively depleted, my man, like I, I am impressed right now because I can't do that. I don't really know anyone that can do that. So that's why that's important to know. It's like, Hey, there's creative work and then there's kind of brain dead work or, or no brainer work, right? It's just that type of work that is just super, super easy to do. It doesn't create, take a lot of brain cells, but you still needs to get done. Like answering back emails, creating lists of Spotify playlists to hit up, you know, learning this certain technique with Facebook or Instagram marketing or whatever, right? It's that kind of stuff that does not require creative thinking. And so I would encourage you to actually produce less but to produce more effectively, right? Learn how to most effectively learn or use that creative juice. Realize that, okay, this, because each person is going to be different. I don't want to just stick to just about four hours because people listening to this, maybe it is six hours for you. Maybe it's two hours for you. Maybe it's three hours for you. Maybe it's four hours and 15 minutes. You know, it's whatever your creative container can hold, right? But I would encourage you to leverage that every single day to leverage your creative container every single day, but realize that when you've hit the end of that creative container, that's when you go and fill the creative container back up, right? And so I know I'm getting a little sidetracked right here, but I think that's important because that really plays back to what we're talking about. That is even if you had an unlimited amount of time, you're still, you are still limited by your creative container. And so I, the reason why all this is really, really bugging me, or 
The reason why all of this is extremely on my mind right now is because most of the time when I talk to people about this and they say, I don't have enough time to get everything done. There's not enough time in the day to get everything done. Number one, they don't understand that there's a bunch of holes in how they spend their time. So there's a lot of things that they could be doing that's going to make them a lot more effective. And number two, they don't understand the creative container. Now, if we understand these things, it's like, okay, I know that every single day I could work for this set amount of time, right? Two to four hours on music, and that's my creative container, and I know I can deplete it, and I can really put a lot of good good effort into it. That's amazing. That's good. That's really, really awesome, okay? Then you should leverage that. And then, remember, there's brain dead work that you could be doing with that kind of stuff too. And then there's other times, there's other things throughout your day that you can be doing that you can still leverage that time to be able to learn a skill, like listening to a podcast while you drive and learning a skill while you're doing that. Or, you know, like when you're at work and you're listening to music, you're taking notes on that music to go back later to dissect it, to understand how it works. Anyways, so there's a lot of different ways that you can leverage your time. And and I don't think I have enough time. It's funny. I don't have enough time right now to be able to go through and go through all these different strategies. But I want this to sit in your mind. I want this to slow cook in your mind, okay? Because you don't need an unlimited amount of time. You don't. You actually have, uh, unless you're an anomaly, you actually have enough time right now to keep progressing, right? None of us live in a a perfect world where we can progress 24-7, but we live in a world where we can keep doing things consistently so that we can keep consistently seeing progression, Okay. Remember, short-term consistency will always beat out long-term intensity. Okay. I'm going to say that again. I really want that to sink in. Short-term consistency will always beat out long-term intensity. And let me give you an example really quick. So for example, if you can, if your creative container, creative container is only one hour, it's only one hour, you know, in that one hour, you're, you're super creative and get stuff done. Okay. If you produce for one hour, six days a week, that is going to be better for you than producing for one day a week for six hours, okay? And the reason why is because if you produce on one hour on Monday, it's, you're, you're going to get hyped, it's going to be good, you're going to have fun, but then when you're done producing throughout the rest of the day and until you start producing again, you're going to be thinking about that kind of stuff like, wait, you know, like what was that thing? that I need to be working on? What resources can I tap into to work on that thing? And it's going to slow cook inside of your mind. And the same thing is going to happen Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. But if you go to wait till just Saturday to crank out six hours of producing, then you've missed all that time in between you producing to really think about stuff and to really think about things that you need to progress on and get the the, the epiphany driven moments for you to try different things and be creative with different things, okay? Short-term consistency will always beat out long-term intensity, okay? If you want to become the producer that you want to become, the entrepreneur that you want to become, if you want to do that, I'm telling you right now, here is the formula, you progress every day. I'm not saying you need to progress a lot every day. There will be days when you do progress a lot and there's going to be days when you don't progress as much. But here's the thing. As long as you keep progressing, as long as you keep progressing, as long as you're you know, one step ahead of where you were yesterday, you will make it. There is this irrevocable reality-driven law which states this. 
Whenever you want something, okay? So right now, let's say that you want to become a full-time music producer DJ. Let's say that is your dream, okay? If you want that, then you have to put in X amount of hours before you hit that goal. It's irrevocable. Like, like, there's no way around it. Okay. You have to put in a set amount of work in order to meet that goal. Now, we don't know how much that work is. It could be a year, two years, six months, 10 years. It just, it just depends. You know what I mean? We don't know what that is. But if each and every single day you are putting in that time and you are progressing, then you are getting closer and 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 closer, and closer to that number. There's no way around it. There's no shortcuts. There's no cheat codes. There's no hacks. There's just it's, there's just that number and you have to meet that number. And so the more that you work, the more that you progress. Sorry, let me say that again. The more that you work effectively and the more that you progress, the closer and closer and closer and closer and closer that you get to that goal. Okay. And I want to fi- finish off with one more thing. And just so you know, what I'm about to talk about is referring to the donation Instagram page. And so if you haven't went and followed that yet, I would highly encourage you to go do that because I post every single day, really, really amazing, you know, super hyper valued things, whether it's like really inspirational, or maybe it's a certain music technique or a certain music business topic, or some memes that are really funny to put a smile on your face to get you in that zone. So really quick, I would highly encourage you to go follow that page. But more importantly, one of the most recent posts that I did, and I want you to go look at this. I really want you to go look at this. One of the most recent posts that I did that really, 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 really resonates with people was it was a screenshot of a bunch of really early Facebook posts from huge producers. So like the first one was Elenium. And he's like, I can't believe we're already at 500 fans and we just hit, you know, a thousand listens on SoundCloud and stuff like that. Another one was from Porter Robinson, which said something similar. Another one was from Zed, which is like, hey, if I hit 500 fans, then I'll release this remix. And then the other one was, who was that from? I can't remember who the other one was, but it's these big, huge established producers, but it's showing that they started where you are and they've went through the struggles that you've went through, okay? You are walking the exact same path that all the greats have walked. You are starting in the same position that all the greats have started in. You are not alone in where you are. They didn't have some crazy, insane advantage that you, well, I mean, they do have those advantages now, but they st- when they started, they didn't have that. They started exactly where you are. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Jeffrey R. Holland. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a he's an apostle of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And what I'm about to say literally has nothing to do with religion at all, just so you know. But it's just a really powerful statement, which basically says this: Don't you quit. Don't you give up. Don't you quit trying. There is help and happiness and success up ahead. Okay? Guys, Donation, do not quit. Do not give up. You keep going. You keep trying. You keep grinding. You keep innovating. You keep learning. Okay? The only way, guys, the only way that you will not make it. There's only one way that you're not going to make it, and that is if you quit. And there is only one way that you are going to make it, and that is if you keep going. There's no shortcuts around it. There's no cheat codes. There's no whining that's going to change that. You keep going. 
You keep grinding, you keep hustling, and I promise you, with all my heart, with every bit of logic that I have, with all the evidence that I've gathered over the last 15 years of doing music, you will make it. I promise you that. Donation, if this episode, this special little episode, is totally off the cuff, it's going to be like minimally, you know, minimally, minimally edited, as you can tell by me stumbling over my words. If this episode really, really helped you out, if it resonated with you, if it, if it put that fire in you to know that you really are doing okay and that you really are on a good path, and as long as you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to succeed. If that is you, if that is resonating with you at all, let me know, okay? Send me a DM on Instagram. In fact, take a screenshot of the podcast right now and tag me in an Instagram story, okay? And tell me why this resonated with you. Because guys, I am all about helping you, okay? That is what that is everything that is that is in the dot and behind the dot is built off of is helping you. And so when I hear how it helped you or that it is helping you, guys, that that gets me so freaking fired up. So donation, please take a screenshot, let me know what really resonated with you inside of this episode, okay? I'm sure some more episodes like this will come out in the future, you know, when when there's, you know, releases that, you know, can't be released for whatever reason. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Daw. Make sure to go check out the other episodes of Behind the Daw as well, as well as head on over to the Daw Nation YouTube channel to be able to check out, you know, all the In the Daw episodes and things of that nature, okay? And if you're not signed up for the school base yet, hey... What are you doing? There's so much knowledge over there. Um, you can either you know, sign up for $47 a month to learn extremely advanced sound design from AU5 and myself, or you can buy the lifetime access, which is just $247. If you, In fact, though, if that sounds a little bit too advanced for you, I actually just recorded a mini beginner course. It's two hours, um, and it goes over the extremely, 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 extremely basic stuff within music production. So if that's more so within your 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 line of thinking is if that's more so within your needs right now it's only five dollars you can find both of those courses over at courses.inthedaw.net but guys hey i want you to know that i believe in you i do if you are if you have made it to the end of this podcast you're a go-getter you're a learner you are going to keep growing you're going to keep progressing and eventually you will hit that mark you will hit that goal and you're going to look back at everything that we talked about today and you can be like, freaking Wyatt was absolutely right. I'm so glad I listened to him. All right, sound good, Daw Nation? Well, guys, listen, stay tuned for the next episodes that are coming up. We got some huge producers that are coming on, and they're going to be giving you all kinds of wisdom. There's so much wisdom that's about to come. And make sure to stay tuned for the new In the Daw episodes. There's a bunch of amazing stuff that's coming in over there, especially for our two-year anniversary of In the Daw. But Daw Nation, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Behind the Daw, and I'll see you on the next episode.